It's your boy Quill. Got my man Kev with me. What's, what's up, going what's on? Up? We got a luscious guest with us today, man. We got my man Dwayne, aka Unique Freak. Been doing, been doing music for a long time now. And he's gonna tell us something about his life, man. How it's been going for you, man? Hey man, it can go swell. Well, it's still, I can't complain, you know. Um anyway, man, take good with the bad, you know what I'm saying? Keep moving. But uh everything's going good, you know what I'm saying? Everything's good. You know? Good, man. That's good. Hey man, what what really what really sparked what really sparked your um your career in music, man? What made you want to go ahead and do that and express yourself in that way, man? All right, all right. Well, actually, you know what? Uh, as far as the music, um, I I didn't uh, I didn't pretty much. This was this wasn't something that I just jumped into. You know what I'm saying? And this was something that was guided to me, and I just took upon myself and go with the flow with it. Um, ever since I was like uh, shorty, shorty. I mean, I first started. I, I started in diapers, like bullshit. <laughs> you know, I started, I started in diapers. And, and I'm gonna tell you a story. What what used to go on in my household when I was coming up, you know what I'm saying? My mom said, you know, we all got our parents and shit that um, go out Saturday nights. They do the same thing that we do now. You know, they go out, go get fucked up, come home and shit. But my mom used to do, and she used to piss me off with this. I would, uh, I'd be in the bed, sleep, see her and her cubby come home from the club or what have you, you know what I'm saying? She she put the little 45s on the, on, the, on the record player and shit. And she come waking me up. I'm actually talking about coming here in the living room. I want you to uh, show my friends. I want you to do your thing. And, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what I'm saying? That's before the internet, right? That's for Netflix. <laughs> Right, I get something shit. I got cold shit in my eye, like I'm shorty, man. I got I'm shorty. Yeah. So I go with him and shit, see her little friends and shit. So she, she put the music and shit on. And what I would do, I would I would act like I'm playing the damn drums to the song that's on the radio or the song that she's playing and shit. So I'm in my little groove, playing a little, keeping up with the beat and shit. You know what I'm saying? On the, on the little music and shit. And uh, that that kind of kicked it off for me. And as I got older, I found myself isolating myself with music. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? While other people was outside playing street ball, kickball, high seek, or what have you, I was in the crib doing goddamn it, listening to eight track tape, trying to find out how I could, you know, get into that that, that same area. And uh, as time went on, I found myself learning how to DJ. Um, it's like everywhere I went, man, I took that that music energy with me. So throughout high school, throughout my military, throughout my travels across the land, I've always taken that music essence with me. And everybody I come in contact with know me for doing that as such. So when I go to cookouts and shit, they be like, you ain't DJing? Or who DJing? Or they looking for me to put my energy, my music energy out there for them. So, and I just kind of kept hold to that. And like I said, it wasn't something that I got into. It was something that got into me, which, which allowed me to keep pushing on with the music. You know, I didn't really start 
I didn't really start producing or making my own music until uh, the late 90s, you know. No, early 90s. Early 90s, I started producing my own. Uh, before that, I was just mostly DJing. I used to um, have two cassette, two cassette decks. Mm-hmm. We mixing pause mixing. You know, I don't know if y'all you brothers know about the pause mixing thing as far as uh, uh, making mixtapes. But back in the day, that's what we used to do. We had two cassette decks and we pause mixes and make them put it together and give it to the people. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? But um, changing with the times, you know, them, them times are over with. We all in a whole different age right now. You know, and uh, I'm just trying to trying to try to keep up with not not the trend, but with the technology that allows me to do my thing. So now I'm into producing, and I'm, I'm taking it from there. You know, I know that's a lot to take in, but hey, it ain't what it is. <laughs> <laughs> now I understand, but we see as somebody who's been in music for sounds like you said that's three separate decades. You had the nineties to yeah. 2010s. Technically, this four decades early, and now now we're in the early 2020s. Do you feel like now is easier? to expose people to your sound than before, or you feel like it's harder now? Oh, man, it's much easier. Because uh, you got a lot of things that um, that here to help you for a little bit cost of nothing. You know, when I was doing my thing, when I first started um, producing, I wasn't really out there trying to uh, sell my music or nothing like that. I was just doing it because it was something that I love to do. But as time went on, I figured, I said, well, let me see how can I get my music out to the public. And I'm gonna say it was it wasn't I didn't have to go through I wasn't I took the route whereas I wasn't trying to sell my music to no record company. Yeah, independent. That's how they was doing it. They was they, they would pitch a record company or a label, your sound, you pitch them their your sound. And then if they like it, they say, okay, if they didn't, they wouldn't mess with you. I didn't go that route while I was trying to pitch my music to these record companies or record labels or anything of that of that nature. I decided to take the the underground independent approach. And doing so, I found out that it's very easy to do that unless uh, um burdensome as opposed to getting rejected by these people that you try to uh uh pitch your music to that's if you go in that route i wasn't going to go that route i decided to um just take it upon myself do the research find out what it is i need to do how to go about doing it and from that this is that's what i i, I uh, accomplished so i would say yeah it's very easy nowadays to get yourself out there with so many music platforms and things of that nature, but you just got to know which route to take. You know, you got you have to do your research on um, on, on certain elements when you're dealing with the the, the, the music um, industry and things of that nature. So yeah, I would say it's it's it's, it's very easy nowadays. To get yourself known, like I said, with all of the platforms, as opposed to before the internet came, when, when you didn't have this, 
it's easy access to get people or to hear your stuff. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's much easier. I, I would, I would, if if I knew what I knew back then, now the yeah, iPod would have made uh, uh, maybe different uh, choices in the route that I took to do. You know what I did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It's good. It's good. How? Okay. And for that person who's looking to shift that gear like you did, like how does that person go from being somebody who a couple people knows to get to that level of being the neighborhood guy, get to that level of you know like how like like how does somebody make that change? Is it is it hustle? Is it grit? What is it? Well, yes, it is hustle. I would say yes, it is hustle, cause and. That goes with anything that you want to pursue in your life. So we just use music for this, for the sake of music. Um, and this, like I said, this goes with anything that you desire that you want to do. Once you come to terms with yourself that you you found your passion for it for whatever it is that you want to do, um, my advice on that would be do it from the heart. You know what I'm saying? Don't do it thinking that you're gonna be rich or do it or don't do it because you don't do it because of money. And, and here's why. That you can do it, but that money might not never come. Mm. That may that means you might feel like that you wasted your time. But at the same time, you miss the point of doing it. You don't do it for the money. You do it because this is what you feel in your heart that you want to do. That's where your money is going to come in at. Because money is nothing but energy. Once you put that energy, if you put that energy, taking that energy from your heart and you put it out there in the universe, that energy is going to come back to you. But you have to do it from the heart. You can't do it from a standpoint, oh, I'm going to make money or I'm going to be rich or I'm going to blow up. That's an illusion. So you want to get out of that, and you want to you want to focus your your heart on your passion. That's where your success come in at. Your, your success doesn't come in from how much money you make from it. Your success come in about how you feel about what you did, and the reaction you get from the people, even if it's one person. That one person likes your music or whatever it is that you're doing. That's enough for you to say, okay, I'm gonna keep going, because somebody's digging it. So you doing it from the heart. You're not doing it on the aspect of, oh, I'm going to get money. That's the wrong way to go about it because that's just, to me, my personal goal, I mean, my personal thoughts on that, that's just ego. You know what I'm saying? And when you live, when you're living out of ego, there's really nothing good that's going to come from that. So you have to put your ego to the side, accept criticism, you know what I'm saying? Come from your heart, be honest and loyal. That's how you get your, your, uh, your blessing. Don't worry about the money. So that goes with anything, whether it's sewing, baking, cooking, Amazon, it don't matter. <laughs> you do it from the heart. That's where you get that's where you get your your blessings from. Then that's my take on that. As far as like advertising your music out there, like how did you go about doing that? Well, you know, and that's I'm still trying different avenues on that. I um one of the avenues I did was I went through I went through CD Baby. This is who I 
I go through TV Baby. And what TV Baby does, once I get all of the um, elements in the music together, I mean, talking about TD cover, the, the rights, the publishing company, uh, um, all that stuff. CD Baby, um, they, they assist you with that. So once I go to CD Baby, CD Baby publish my stuff on, on, the, um, on the media outlet. Mm-hmm. Spotify, uh, 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 Deezer, Tada, yeah. all, all these music uh, platforms, internet music platforms, mm-hmm. they put that out for you. Now that's one of the steps. Well, that's one of the avenues I've taken. As a, as to add to that, I find myself putting my music on uh, like internet radio stations. Uh, uh, college radio stations. Uh, I, I, you have to write these people, you know, and and submit yourself to them, submit your music to them, and some of the some of these places they charge you for that. So that's that's something you might want to think about. Um, I don't mind paying somebody else to put my music on their platform to get the airplay, so the people get noticed. Like I mm-hmm. said before, it's not about the money. You got to invest in yourself. Mm. You have to. If you don't invest in yourself, then you're not gonna. You know. You know. You gonna get a very small return. And at the same time, when you when you get that small return, you're going to feel less than. So that's gonna pretty much uh, uh, stop you from um, pursuing it even more because you didn't get the outcome that you desired. You know what I'm saying? So you have to invest in yourself, but invest wisely. Uh, um, seek other avenues, seek other other companies that's doing the same thing. See what their prices are. You see, if, you know, you have to do the research. Mm-hmm. You have to do research on what it is that you're trying to do, so that you can make the best decision with with the companies or whoever you want to go through. You know, and, and, and hope for the best like that. But like I said, music platforms. Internet radio stations, college radio stations—they're good. Uh, and, 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 and a lot of these, a lot of these uh, um, platforms or organizations—they're very unknown. The, these companies are not something that you just see put in your computer. There it is. You have to do research. You, have, you know, you have to search for these these individual companies that have this platform where you can put your music on. So. You, you have to do the work. It's, it's not. It's not just about making music. You know, you, you, it's like it's like a second job. It's, it's more than a hobby. It's the business. Especially if you're passionate about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to do the footwork. You know, and you, if you, if you stay dedicated to it, you're gonna get the desired outcome. You just probably won't get it when you when you think you should be getting it. You know, it takes time. It's not. This is not an overnight something. You know. Some people get lucky and, and get success on that. It depends on what you think success is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would, yeah, um, internet, internet radio, uh, 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 music, uh, uh, streaming, streaming apps, things of that nature is is a, a good step to go. But you have to, um, I'm saying, talking with the uh, the streaming, um, they they're not like they used to be. 
because, and, and I say that because a lot of the streaming services don't really pay uh, um, what you would think you're supposed to have. Yeah. From, from what I understand, Spotify, you got to have so many thousands. Of, of oh, oh, oh I, I have this. I have this. I have this. My music. You know, so, so you know what I'm saying. 2,500 plays on Spotify, 2,500 streams. Individual mm-hmm. streams equals one bot. Exactly. So, so you know where I'm coming from. Yep. So 2,500 people bumping your album is the same thing as one of them went into Walmart 10 years ago. Right. So that's it. It's not. It's a, if, if you're looking for something that like happened overnight, that shit ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I'm like, yeah, that's some bullshit. Some people get lucky. Cody Boy, he got lucky with his shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, a couple of other ones did get lucky. But at the same time, I don't I don't think that, I mean, I to, my personal thing on this is far as the people like Soldier Boy, I ain't gonna say Soldier Boy, because you know he doing his thing, he got no problem with that. But that that's a whole different avenue. And I said it because when you take that, when you get chosen like that, and you get that money like that, there's other things that come with that that you may not agree with. Yeah. Which you may not have no choice but to agree with. You know what I'm saying that goes in line of uh, selling your soul and all the other, all that other crap that comes with that. So I'm glad I'm taking the right action because I, I, I don't want, I wouldn't have that independent freedom to do the hell I want when I want and how I want to do my music. Because these these record labels and stuff, they're looking for entertainers pretty much. Mm-hmm. I'm not an entertainer. I ain't here. I ain't, I'm not here for your happiness. I'm here. <laughs> You can get that, get that with a, uh, hey. uh, for you to enjoy some, some nice music. I'm not trying to make you happy, man. <laughs> I'm not an entertainer. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just a producer that likes to do music and likes to see people dance. That's that's it. You know. Yeah, that's 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 how that that's how that is with me. One well, thing, one thing about selling your soul, I always saw that as a metaphor for abandoning your values. In exchange for monetary compensation. That's exactly what it is. Like, like you know, that's how I always saw that. Always saw that exactly. Like, if you were the person that's like, "Yo, I'm gonna make conscious music. I'm gonna try to uplift my people. I'm gonna do this," and then they say, "Hey, look, man, this is what we gonna need. So come out and give us a little pop song." Okay, you can do a little pop song, but how much of your album do you change before you know? It's like Granddad's Hammer. You know, you replace you replace the top of it. You replace the handle. It's not Granddad's hammer no more. Let's see what that exactly. is. Fans, fans see this too, where it's just like the fans have been following you since like I'm not gonna say since day one, because most fans don't follow you since day one. But it's just like the fans your core see, fan you know, base. Your, your core fan base, base is like, like you see all what that. you doing, buddy. Like, you see all that. Just, <laughs> uh-huh. you make that change. You make the change, they be like, I don't like this music no more. This is a whole different person. And then that's what they consider selling your soul. Exactly. You do something you're nuts. That's a point. That's a good point too, Carol. Absolutely, because a lot of things. When you no longer have the power to make changes and adjustments for your own creation, then you're not being you. That's not coming from your heart. That's you pleasing somebody else. 
So how can you even feel comfortable doing it? Mm-hmm. You're doing it for the money at that point. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. At that point, it is just the bread now. So at this point, exactly. you're working a job. Yeah. And then you got away from the whole creative standpoint. Now you're plugging into a formula, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And they're not, I mean, and the industry I ain't really trying to, I ain't really, they really ain't trying to promote no conscious music. They, they're pretty much promoting the uh, negative, low vibration music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I got one word. Elevated. It's not, it's not, it's not to the point where it uplifts people consciousness and mm-hmm. spirit to a level where they can perform and produce that energy out so they, they can get it back. It's, 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 a, it's a downgrade energy to keep people downgraded and not uplifted. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's the way I see it. I see that they, it's not, it's not, it's not elevated. It's not elevated. Okay, prime example. In the nineties, we we had Puff Daddy. A lot of people didn't agree with his music, but it wasn't um, um, it wasn't degrading. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't it wasn't um, degrading women. It wasn't degrading. It wasn't. Uh, uh, Amplifying negativity. I just use them as an example, as opposed to some, some other groups or rappers that were on the level of um, degrading women, uh, 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 promoting violence, and things of that nature. Those are, those are the two different. And they took that away and replaced it with something even more negative. And I think that has a reason, or that has a, 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 a uh, input an uh, impact on the youth that's coming up and the youth that's coming up back then. So that's part of that plan is, 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 is to keep keep us down, you know. So everybody, a lot of people is, is doing down music. I call it. I just say down music. It's not an uplifting. Uh, uh, it's, it's not something. Not music that will motivate you. Mm-hmm. Not all of it is like that, but but the majority of it is like that. Where you can't, uh, it's, it's almost impossible to elevate when you you have constantly on the radio all day negative stuff being thrown at you. Yeah. If you. If you can understand that, no, no, it makes sense. Just think about when do we listen to terrestrial radio? Mm-hmm. Going to work, going to school, and you start off the first thing you didn't have eggs, you didn't have a biscuit, you didn't have. All of this on the radio, you know, your favorite rapper then killed eight people by the hook. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. chick, this chick that saw her mother nature, the seven dudes by the hook, and it's like 7 a.m. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, music that goes against morality, that's gonna be more popular than let's say J. Cole, Kendrick. Like J. Cole and Kendrick, they should be more popular than they are now because they talk about some real life things that yeah. everybody be going. They yeah. are they, they, they are popular, yeah. but the thing about it is it's just this narrative that okay, like when French Montana came out and said, Yo, I got more hits than Kendrick Lamar, right? Mm-hmm. And then they and then somebody did the math. They said, Okay, out of platinum records in your whole career, you have nine. Kendrick Lamar has 32. 
you have nowhere near the amount of shine or the amount of hits as him or the length of career. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, we just sweep those dudes underneath the bus. When when Kendrick Lamar has been our counterexample for over 12 years now. But the thing about it is like all the rappers that be looking up to other rappers is like it seems like none of them be looking up to J. Cole and Kendrick. They all be looking like to like Lil Wayne. No, wait, but 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 then you're not looking for them because then you have people like YBN Corday. But you have dudes who rap. No, no, you have J.I.D. You have dudes who rap and they sell records. But then it's like those rare cases right there, like Corday and and J.I.D. is like. Dead. Like those are rare cases. Like that's two, but wait, the rappers that came wait, out after that. Wait, like wait. before and after. I got like, you, but that's what I'm saying. There's always gonna be more <laughs> trash than there is good people. Yeah, but that's how you get good people. There's all like yo for every Lil John, there was a bunch of dudes who sounded like Lil John. Uh huh. Yo, so yeah. for every look, I'm saying if a rapper has fans, he got dudes who want to sound like him. Lil uh-huh. Wayne just happened to rap for 15 years, so now everybody. Basically, my age and under is like, yo, you know what time it is? Face tats. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Them other dudes have fans, too. We gonna see them. We gonna see them, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, those that be getting the face tats, it's like, and then you have no other way of getting an actual job. That it's shit like, killing me. Hey, hey, ain't your music trash, too? Come on. Nah, yo, 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 yo. You <laughs> won't hear it yet. You won't hear it yet. We got one of our homies. Shouts out to him, yo. He told me on the first day I met him, he said, yo, I saw him. He had one tattoo. He had a neck tattoo. I said, damn, buddy, yo. So I said, you know, curiosity got the cat. I walked over to him. Yo, man, what's going on? What's what's your name? Yo, what you do? He said, yo, I'm about to. He said, yo, I'm going to be a rapper. I got this tattoo right here so I can never get a job. As we (laughs) were standing in the job, Dwayne. As we were standing in the job. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I shout out to him, yo. He chases his dreams. But I'm like, sometimes I feel like we parrot shit that we hear. Like that shit only sounds good after you get the success. Mm-hmm. Like, like he quoted Lil Skies verbatim. But where's Lil Sky right now? Lil Sky, man. He had that kid and fell off. Hey man, I'm gonna fall off the face turf too. I'm like, yo, I feel I feel like I got away with murder, yo. Like, yo, y'all gave me five million dollars. Hey, that's more than I would have had not doing this shit. Shit, I was working at Mickey D's if not. (laughs) I'm out of here. (laughs) For they get me sell my soul. (laughs) So you want that Travis Scott piece or not, Quill? Nah. Uh, I'll I'll be without it. Oh man. Oh man. But shit. But shit, um, Dwayne, man, tell tell the people, tell the people about um your YouTube page because you've been giving, you've been dropping a lot of gems so they can go back. Uh, what you on the um? Like I got several YouTube pages. Give me um, get um, whichever whichever one. I remember you showed me the one with your okay. um, with your spiritual lessons. You give them that one. Love vibrations, baby. Love vibrations. Love. Okay. Okay. Let's we'll see that. All right. This is my own um. I, I designed this and I do all my artwork and all that stuff. Uh, Love Vibration is a, is a platform that I use to um, talk about my experiences growing up, the choices I've made within those experiences, and the outcome that I should have got from those experiences if I had made a different choice. Mm-hmm. So, 
Love Vibrations is just a platform where I talk about our stories. Not only my stories, um, sometimes I, I make up scenarios. And just to make up scenarios, just to give people a different view and a different perspective of their situations and how to make better choices and decisions to get the, to get the best outcome from their situation. Um, I, um, I also on that platform, I, um, I uh, send out spiritual messages, uh, uplifting messages to people because I feel that uh, it's a duty of mine, of mine to uplift the people in any kind of way possible. If I could, if I could wake up in the morning and, and I, I go to Wawa, you know what I'm saying, and I, I grab me a coffee. And, and I see a, a young lady and I speak, say, hi, how you doing? You look nice. And she busts a smile. That means my job is done. I put a smile on that person's face. You know, I don't know what that, per that person could have been, could have woke up on the wrong side of the bed. But by me putting that smile on her face, on her face, then maybe she can go out through the rest of her day thinking about that. And it would change her, her attitude and her, um, make her have a, a better day, mm -hmm. I, I suppose to say, say I didn't speak to this person. I didn't put that a smile on that person's face. And that person did wake up on the wrong side of the bed. And that person would have went to work without that smile. Anything could happen because she was already in that, uh, uh, in that, that vibration field where she felt, she, uh, she didn't feel like being there or she wasn't feeling it this morning. Mm -hmm. But that smile perhaps changed, changed her whole demeanor. And that makes a difference within us. If, 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 a, if a lady smile at me or something, that makes me feel good. That's going to brighten my day. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that, being, that being said, that being said, uh, uh, huh? So you get one of those compliments on your cologne, make you want to buy another bottle. Uh, all the time, man. You're like, oh, damn. No, I had it like that. All the time. <laughs> and, uh, and I can't tell my secret, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And they be mad at me because I, I don't tell them what it is. But what it is, is it's, it's a combination of oil and cologne that I put together. And uh, they enjoy it. What can I say? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I <never> <laughs> they enjoy it. And, and I've been wearing this for years. And, and I get that same response. I've been getting that same response for a long time. About what you got on, and I tell I don't tell them what it is because that's an ancient Chinese secret. You know what I'm saying? Oh but, man, O.D. Yeah. Dwayne, hey, hey. yo, yo, he said, yo, this one the unique, the freak right here. This hey. is man. That's, that's right, right. You, you, I, I can't, um, I can't, I can't have you going trying to find this, put that shit on your man and shit coming to work. Oh, like wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. No, hold we're up. not doing that. Wait, 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 wait. You know I realize it is. It's the air you from. You want nobody biting your sound. Nobody can't bite your smell either. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Biting my smell. Right. You cannot, you see, and the thing is, you can't bite it because it's a combination. Yeah. Okay, I mean, what you put together, you, you would never come up with that smell. You never come up with it. You talk all you want. He said, whatever, he said this shit like the Crabby Pie secret formula, bitch. Uh, whatever style yeah. you want, it ain't my stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, man. But, 
Yeah, but love vibrations, man. I, that was something I was guided to, just like the music. You know, I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a, um, I'm a spiritual dude. I am um, very in, intuitive, so I follow my intuition. So when spirit is pushing me to do something, I, I do it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, whatever it is, you know, to me, to me, that's that's the best. That's the best route to go when uh, making life decisions or any kind of decision for that matter, you know what I'm saying? Always just be intuition. You know, uh, I, I usually don't take, I usually don't take advice from people because I did my, my advice from up high. So there's nothing no one can tell me that's more truthful to me than what spirit tells me. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I seriously go, I usually go with what spirit is lead, what spirit is leading me. So that way, um, I know I got the best outcome coming towards me. Cause there, there's no other way for you to get that unless you're listening to your high self. High self ain't gonna steer you wrong. No kind of way, never have. And and, and, and a lot of people fall short um, when, when they don't follow their intuition. Like, damn, something told me to do this. Something told me you should did it. Your first, your first thought is usually the one that you go by. If 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 you challenge that thought, then you're not gonna follow your first instinct. So with me, whatever whatever comes to me, that's what I go on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't second guess it because I know this is spirit talking to me. And I'm a man of spirit, I'm a man of God. We are the God. We we just don't carry ourselves like God. We're not at that. The God, the God highness with, with the knowledge and the understanding of self. If, if you don't have that, then you're not going to be able to, well, put it this way. If you're not at a point in your life where you can make sound decisions without interference or without um, uh, uh, going back and forth in your head, then you're gonna find yourself short because you're not sure of yourself. And the only way you can be sure of yourself is listening to the high. Cause he ain't gonna tell you nothing wrong. He ain't gonna tell you nothing wrong. You, you follow that and you'll see the difference in your life with the choices that you make and what comes from those choices. That's what you gotta do. Now going back to the music thing, when you were talking about the military, how would you, Say you carried your music with you throughout the whole military experience. Well, you know what I used to do. I used to back then when I was in the military. What we used to do, you know what? As a matter of fact, when when I was in, in the military, those were my DJing years. So mm-hmm. I hadn't even stopped producing yet. I was into I was into DJing. So. What I would do when we came back, as a matter of fact, when they came back, because when I was in Germany, I uh, I went in the military when I was in Germany. I went to Germany as a civilian. I was going to Germany to do music, mm-hmm. um, which is after my military years. But 
I'm gonna get back to that in a minute. Going back to my military years, I was just buying music, playing music, and pretty much observing and intaking music. Mm-hmm. Um, time to time, I, I would DJ on post, you know, on on post and shit. When we have like cookouts or, or barbecues, or, or even just out there shooting the shit. I'm always out there. I'm putting the speaker in the window. You know, I'm doing something to let people know that I'm playing music. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I didn't get started with the producing part until I went to Germany, which was in 94. That was when I was introduced to the program and things of that nature on how to actually put it together. Mm-hmm. That's, that's when I started. Which was in '94, yeah. But after that, that's like that's a whole new chapter. That's a whole new chapter because I wasn't. I was focusing on DJing, but at the same time, I was more focusing on making my own music. I haven't even found a platform yet. But me being from Chicago, my my primary genre of music was house music. Mm-hmm. I went into hip hop. I went into R&B. So I'm doing dance, disco, rave, techno, house. I'm doing that kind of dance music. Nah, so you're introducing a lot of people from all over to different stuff. And one thing yeah. is, you know, you got your homeboy. Somebody coming from Texas in the '90s, they might be like, "Hey, you heard the Slim Thug? Hey, you heard of this? You know?" And that's where you kind of got a bigger base. Well, but actually, you know, from all over and then traveling as well. By me being a DJ, I was always up on the music. Ah, okay. okay. So that wasn't a thing. That wasn't an issue because I was a DJ, so I, I knew all the music. Yeah. So it's just that I wanted to do my own, but hip hop and all hip hop and rap wasn't part of my thing to do. I, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't. I felt as though I wasn't. That wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted to do house music and dance music and things of that nature. I wasn't trying to do, cause I don't rap, I don't sing. So I had no, I don't make rap music, but I don't rap. I ain't got no rappers, you know? So I kinda, I didn't get a rap group until like 96 when I was in Germany. Uh, a couple of cats, they know that I was learning how to produce music mm-hmm. and what I had started producing, they liked it. And they asked me if I could make music for them. And I was like, okay, all right, cool. So that's when I started doing the hip hop, uh, R&B music. Then with the, I, uh, I was in this group called NSA, No Strings Attached, based out of Germany. Mm-hmm. But the guy that was in the group, uh, Frosty, he's from Newport News, Virginia, HBO, He's from uh, Waco, Texas. And I forgot what the other dude was from. You know, and uh, like I said, I would do the music. They write write the rap. Frosty, he would hook up shows. We would go on shows. We would go on radio radio stations. I'm telling you, this is German radio station. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We're in German clubs performing. I'm DJing. They doing the rap. You know, good. So that, I had that under my belt as well. So I, I've been out there. I've been out there. I've done pretty much all kinds of music. 
That's I've been on stage, uh, performing, DJing pretty much. But the the people that I was producing the music for, of course, they were doing the performing. But I was there within the midst. I was just as important as they were doing the rap. So I was the backbone of it. So without the music, you ain't got nothing. Yeah. Yeah, you watch the back too. Watch say you right, you right, you right. So they they pretty much trusted me, and they liked the flow that I was bringing with the tracks that I was making, and they could relate to it. So I was I told I was in hundred percent, and do and do start booking shows and shit. I'm like shit, I'm definitely in now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely in now, you know. So that that was a that was a good. Um, Backbone learning experience for me. I got a lot of uh, 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 inspiration behind doing that. Even though hip hop and rap was not in my uh, uh, sight for doing music, but I'm versatile. So, you know, like I said in the beginning, I didn't go. To, the music came to me when I was young, so it was easy for me to adapt and to uh, adjust to whatever kind of sound or whatever kind of uh, music genre that whoever wanted. It was easy for me to put it together for them, you know. It was just, just that. Mm -hmm. And in close, and in closing, it's <clears throat> end of the year, November, January is around the corner. It means about four or five months. We got a lot of people that's been making their first step towards the outside world. I know a lot of people that's about to graduate from high school. This, yeah, we had a lot going on the last mm -hmm. two years. What what experience has you know somebody who's like a seasoned vet to life? What what, what kind of advice do you have for that high school senior who doesn't know what to do right now if they like? Well, I would say um, for that person that, that, that has, um, I'm going to say, I'm not just going to say music. I'm going to say whatever it is that they have a passion for, okay? That way. Um, I could I open that gap because it's, it's a whole lot of things that people like to do. Mm -hmm. and this this applies to anything that you want to do. So I would say, um, I'm just, I'm just gonna use music just just for the sake. I'm gonna say if if it's music that you feel that you want to do, and if it's in your heart to do it, then do it. But I would say. Do your research. Um, get your sources together. Cause when I first started, when I first started, when I first started, when I first um, not started, when I first decided that I wanted to put my first CD out, I had to start from. I had to start to a point where how am I going to do this? What avenues do I need to take to do this? Mm -hmm. What in the hell I'm going to do? How how am I going to accomplish getting my CD out for a lot of other people to hear? That was that was that was big. So that meant I had to say, okay, I had to start my research. I went online. I, well, what I did, I sat down. I wrote what it is I need to do. I need I need if I'm going to put a CD out, I needed to design the CD. I need to get the music together. I needed to design the CD. I needed to get uh, um, somebody, a publishing company, to publish it. I, I I needed to set it up whereas it is protected, so could nobody sample it without getting permission. 
I needed to set it up where um 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 where maybe I could have a little income coming in. I needed to set it up to whereas when I you, you wanna uh, uh um that all your eyes across all your teeth when you're doing this research. Because it's it's a it's a vast amount of uh uh companies and things that, that are out there. You just gotta choose the right one to suit you. So my advice I would say is to do your research. Don't 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 put all your eggs in one basket. Shop around, you know, because some some places might not offer the same thing that other places over there offer. So you gotta find out what best suits you and what it is that you're trying to do, you know. And take it take it from that. Take take it from that and move forward, but move forward. Way I did it, I moved forward silently. I didn't tell nobody what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I presented it to them like, bam, this is what I did. Check this out. That that alone would release the pressure off of you because if you go out saying, I'm finna do this, I'm finna do that, then you got people waiting on you. <laughs> if they waiting on you, in the finished project, you give it to them, you be like, damn, this is what I waited for? You don't go that route. You do your work. Do your product. Stay loyal to it. Be silent about it. Then you bust them in the ass. Here it is. <laughs> damn. I, I didn't know. And like you told me, Kevin, I didn't know you were coming like that. See what I'm saying? I didn't tell nobody shit. I just presented it. Mm -hmm. Finished product. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And that, that, that kind of changed the dynamic of as opposed to people waiting on you. Yeah. Or people, it brings down the expectation of your of your work when you do it silently. Mm -hmm. You know, you can talk all day. You know, but you know, people get people sometimes you might have to put some shit on hold. And you and you, whoever you told be like, damn, I thought you said you you working on some music. Said, yeah, man, but I had to put it on hold. But if you hadn't told them that, they wouldn't even know you're trying to do no music. Mm -hmm. So you surprise them, you know what I'm saying? You keep 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 your stuff to yourself until you ready to present it. Then let it go from there. You know. But, but be diligent, diligent. I can't say that word. Y'all know the word. <laughs> be um be on your shit, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Be be on your shit and uh, uh make wise choices. Follow your heart. Don't worry about no damn money. Cause like I said. If, if 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 you come from the heart, that's gonna come to you anyway. It's it's just energy. So what you put out, you get back. Pretty much. All right, all right. This been bro wild and it's your boy Quill. Yeah. All right. You need the freak. All right. Tell them where tell them where they can find you, man. Hey man, I'm all over the place, man. Just Google me, baby. Like you got Google me, and I come up. And like like I said, cause I'm on a lot of platforms. I'm on platforms y'all probably ain't even heard before. Uh, <laughs> AmazingRadio.com. It's a radio station. Okay. They're over in the UK. America, not America. AmazingRadio.com. This this place, this this particular company, they um they play your music on their platform, but mm -hmm. they play they play in the UK. Mm -hmm. But they're based in New York. 
So they got United States and they got I'm worldwide, baby. He like, hey, I'm worldwide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, wow. that's one platform, amazing radio, and they specialize in uh, uh, upcoming artists, underground artists, the artists that are not the ones on the radio station, mm-hmm. not your mainstream, but they put you out there. Uh, college underground radio stations, that's another good one, but they charge you. Um, they charge you a um, certain amount of money to run to put your put your track on their playlist for like a month. So okay. They got months, then they got two months, then they got three months. Mm-hmm. And they also got this thing where you, you can do a spotlight interview. Uh, then you got uh, Airplay. That's another uh, radio station that plays music for um, uh, uh, local artists or artists that not signed. So, like I said, that's uh, that's, you gotta do your research. You gotta do you gotta do your research, Mm -hmm. and you would be surprised what you will find. You be like, damn, that's what I need right here. And and before you know it, you already too. I mean, I even got to the point now where it's been like almost it's been like two and a half years now where I hooked up with a cup with a couple of companies that does. Music for like commercials, TV shows, movies, things of like things of that nature. I've gotten into that door where I've got, I got, I still got now my full contract to do music for these people that's looking for music to go with their ads or commercial or movies to come, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I'm in that platform as well. So, like I said, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. You want to venture out. And you want to expand, go as many avenues as you see fit that's good for you. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you feel like this is something that you want, if, if I feel like I want to make music for this place that's looking, they call it uh, license thinking. I'm sure you all mm-hmm. might have heard of it. Yeah. They, they shop for people, for independent music to go with their, with their, with their uh, whatever it is that they want to do. Maybe it's a commercial. Mm-hmm. So whatever the case may be. And with the lace we're on where everybody can find you at, do you have an email that people can uh, email you after this video? Which one I want to give out? Hmm. I'm with you. Okay. You can check me out on uh, Instagram, Unique the Freak. Mm-hmm. Right? Facebook, Unique the Freak.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm on I'm on I'm on uh, Twitter. You need to free everything. You need to free and like I said, just Google it. You Google it, all my shit gonna come up. Uh-huh. Everything's right there. So whichever platform you on, I'm on it. Only uh-huh. one I ain't on right now is TikTok, and I'm working on that. We're gonna wrap it up, man. It's been it's been it's been good. We he went ahead and dropped off some gems for us, mm-hmm. gave us some stories about some good times. And, you know, maybe next and maybe next time you hop on, we get into some of the international travels, man. We're gonna yeah, save man. that for part two out here. Right, right. You know, I'm uh, down. I'm down. <laughs> all right, man. Yeah. It's good here from the way, man. Blessings, brothers. Always blessings. Peace. I, I wish you brothers light and love, man. Peace well, out. Well, well, Peace out, my man. Hey, don't close that video. Like, comment, subscribe at Bro Island.